The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Growing With The Flow. I'm Naina, and who are you? Go follow me on Instagram and leave a comment, and I will find out who you are. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday. I hope you had a nice weekend, and giving you good vibes for the coming week. Today's episode is one that I kind of thought of just randomly this week and it's going to be all about social media careers. I don't know, influencers for lack of a better word. I think just like people having a platform on social media and social media in a sense of like having thousands of followers. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I have done an episode titled breaking up with my phone which is all about social media on a much more like personal level like our relationship with social media individually and our addiction to our phones and that sort of thing um so if you want that sort of social media chat I would listen to that episode but yeah I'm really excited about this one I think it's going to be a little bit different I haven't really seen like a lot of other podcast apps about this I guess and hopefully I have like a unique-ish perspective which will be interesting to listen to yeah I'm really excited so how was my week if you want to know how my week was stick around for next week's video because I vlogged every day this week I have been in the library every day stressed with a lack severe lack of motivation <laughs> I'm recording this at 8 45 on Saturday and I'm going to the library for 10 and I just was like right I need to get up early and get this episode recorded before I go because I have this issue at the moment where like afternoon I have like a massive afternoon slump like literally no part of me can move or do anything I'm genuinely just so tired and like by then I'm procrastinating tasks even tasks that I enjoy doing or that I want done like, I procrastinated changing my sheets for days. I don't even hate changing them. If I'm going to meet a friend or something, I'll procrastinate leaving and then I'll be, like, two minutes late. And it's like, but you want to go. Why procrastinate? I just have a big procrastination issue right now. Before I started recording this, I was like, okay, I'm up early. I'm going to treat myself. I made a matcha. Lovely, lovely iced matcha. Took a cute little picture in the sunlight. I was like, great. And then I sat down. I was planning this episode out just, like, a few like pointers that I wanted to talk about and then I accidentally knocked the entire thing all over my desk but luck- luckily my laptop and microphone were not injured <laughs> in this event but my notebook that I use for like YouTube and podcast planning stuff is now drenched in matcha I guess it's on brand but like it's kind of annoying and it's definitely gonna do that thing where the paper you know how it goes like up and down when it dries oh oh well whatever moving on but the saddest part is that I didn't even I only had about like a third of my matcha and I was so excited about it you know it's like a nice morning ritual you put time into making it and then you just knock it everywhere I guess but it's one of those days it serves me right for doing work on the weekend I really wish I was having a chill day today alas we are going to the library anyway what else I have been having fun with my friends this week I think I've been with a friend or doing something like every day this week 
which maybe is why I'm stressed about work because it's like not leaving that much time for work stuff or just making my days a bit more jam-packed but I just feel like when the weather's nice so easy just to be like do you want to go sit in the meadows do you want to I don't know just like go on a nice walk like it's just like good vibes and especially coming out of a lockdown winter I think that was really difficult because we were only allowed to see people outside and were only one other person from a different household like that was the rule for ages and when it's snowing or raining or just fucking freezing you do not want to do that so now that it's such nice weather I'm just constantly like oh let's go outside let's go sit in the meadows and yeah it has been really nice it's been sunny every single day this week like direct sun every single day which makes me very very happy um I do feel like I'm a little bit behind on all my like other shit changing the sheets that kind of thing I feel like I haven't journaled for like four days or something which is so not good vibes and I wish I don't know I hate when I fall behind on it because the less I journal the less I feel like journaling I think so I need to get back on the grind with that. I just need to make a time each day where I do it at the same time every day. I don't like doing it first thing when I wake up because normally I'm like, I just kind of want to get started with work and journaling feels like, it's like a nice chill 10 minutes, but then I feel like I'm more likely to like go on my phone or like open YouTube or I just do something like random afterwards. Whereas if I just wake up, get ready and sit, do work, I feel like the flow is better. Maybe I should start doing it like right after I finish my first session of revision in the morning. I've been going to the library in the morning for like a couple hours and then I've been coming home, having like lunch, chilling for a bit and then been doing a couple more hours in the afternoon and that's been my schedule and that's been working quite well, I think. Sometimes I procrastinate like the evening or like the afternoon session too late in the day. (laughs) So today I'm not doing that. Today I'm going to be on it. Yesterday was a bit of a shit show, me and Neve were both just like lying on my bed for hours and just chatting and just not doing anything and both of us were like, I feel so guilty right now. Yeah, we need to step up our game but I feel like uh, the, the issue is that I have time for my exams, like I don't feel like I'm like behind. I have so much time and they are open book so I just need to like chill out a bit but then also not too much. Um, and yeah, how else have I been? I have been a little bit jealous of all of my English friends. I live, if you don't know, I live in Scotland and England, where I grew up and everything, have different COVID guidelines than we do here. So England's basically like not in lockdown anymore. Like all the shops are open. They have like restaurants and pubs outside. We are literally still basically in lockdown. All the shops are shut. There is only takeaway and they have just said we're allowed to meet up in groups of six which is good but other than that like basically in lockdown so I'm a little bit jealous of everyone on their stories you know eating out and like seeing friends and stuff I just think it looks fun but whatever I think it's one of those things that like you think it looks good but if you were there like how much would I really be doing that realistically this is the problem with social media that I'm just like seeing a couple stories and being like oh these people's lives are great it's just a full, full, full slice, you know? Okay, so my gratitude for this week, number one, I have put Neve. Isn't that sweet? A lot of our friends aren't here at the moment, like not in Edinburgh. And yeah, we've just been hanging out a lot. And I know you're listening, Neve. Love you lots. So yeah. And then number two is just that the library is open because I know that like in some places or like some lockdowns, whatever, the libraries aren't open and it's been really good for my mental health to like get out every day go to the library and do work and 
it gives me a reason to get dressed and just yeah it just gives me a reason to like keep on top of things so I'm really really grateful for that my wins for the week are number one I made my revision timetable it has six weeks on it which is disgusting and I don't even want to think about that like that's genuinely so long to revise for but anyway my win is that I have completed the first week kind of today's Saturday but I'm just gonna count that I'm gonna give myself Sunday as like a bit more of a rest like just a half day of revision so yeah that's good and then my second win is that I had my vigil (laughs) vigil I had my video for this Sunday scheduled on Friday which is ahead of the game for me and because obviously like I have the video on Sunday and then the podcast on Monday sometimes that like makes me do a lot of like YouTube work at the weekend and while I'm revising that isn't gonna fit in my schedule so I was trying to like video stuff Monday to Friday and then podcast stuff Saturday and Sunday so that's the schedule that I'm on and I've completed it well for this week like my video scheduled thumbnail everything it's like complete so that makes me feel really good my quote for this week enjoy the space between where you are now and where you are going I saw that on Instagram and I think that's so nice there's such a beauty in like the journey of things like we're always chasing the next thing the next even the next like holiday or the next day out but sometimes it's nice to just think about today like wake up each day and make that day the best it could be yeah and I saw that on the account is unicorn no yornicorn yorn and then i-c-o-r-n yornicorn and she has like really nice little like graphics and stuff so So on to talking about social media careers and influencers. Now, I don't think, I would never, ever, ever call myself an influencer. <laughs> I think just because nobody likes that word, but I guess maybe, is, is it true? I don't know. Let me know. I started my channel in 2018 was when I first started like posting videos. I waited till I'd finished school because I was like, this is embarrassing and I do not want to get made fun of. And if you're in school and you want to start a YouTube channel, or you want to do anything for that matter, just do it. You're going to regret not trying, so just do it. But I also do think that, like, my mental health would have suffered. Like, I was quite fragile at this time. So I started my channel 2018, and I don't think... I I definitely didn't go into it like, oh, I want to have this many subscribers, or I just want to, like, do this and do that. Like, at all. I just wanted to make videos, and I'd watched YouTube for, like, quite a few years at that point, and I just wanted to do my own stuff, like... I genuinely would watch other people's videos and just be like, oh, I wish I could make videos like this. And I would make little holiday videos if I ever went on trips, edit them and like film them and everything. And I would love it. And it's so nice to look back on those little videos. And I just wish I had posted them then, I guess. I don't know. But I really, really wanted to start a channel. And I took the plunge, made the channel. And I was like very, very like impressed with myself when I got to uni I didn't really tell anyone about it I never really told anyone about it like I've told like five people max and everybody else just kind of like works it out (laughs) which is funny I just hate talking about it for some reason because my worst 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 nightmare is if someone was to play one of the videos in front of me like while I was there I don't like the idea of like people I know sitting at home and watching but like outside out of mind if I was there just sat with them watching I would hate like I would hate that I think that'd be horrible but yeah anyway it has it's just been so fun and I'm like so impressed like I'm so grateful to 2018 me that's like one of the best decisions I've ever made I'm trying to think about like when I started like 
growing. I uploaded a decent like three or four or five videos maybe that got like 10 views and then at the end of that summer I got my A-level results and I filmed me opening them as as a video and those kind of videos tend to do well because people love watching them like they love watching people open their A-levels or GCSEs exams whatever it is I think people would like search up like opening my A-level results 2018 whatever and then just watch tons regardless of whether they know the person whereas when I was posting like my top 10 hairstyles no one really cares until they know who you are or like think you're interesting so I think that was why that video did a little bit better I remember it got like 3,000 views overnight or something which was insane to me like I was literally like oh my god this is popping off yeah it was so so cool one of Joe's friends actually like got it on his recommended and Joe told me that and I was like it was like midnight and I was in fits of tears on the phone to him like I need to delete this whole channel like I do not want people from school finding this like I hate this and I'm not kidding I was like so close I couldn't work out how to delete it on my phone and I think my laptop wasn't in my bedroom or something it was really late and I was like googling like how to delete a channel from your phone and I like for some reason I was like so so difficult to do at the time I don't know why and I remember him just being like to me on the phone, like, just don't delete it, just go to bed and sort it out tomorrow, like, nothing to be gained by deleting it now, um, just chill, and I was like, okay, yeah, but I was literally in, like, hysterical tears for some reason, I just hate the idea of, like, people, I think, I think at school, like, I wasn't in the cool group, you know, like, Joe was, so his friends were, like, kind of cool, or, like, the cool people at school, I, like, they were nice, like, they weren't, like, mean people at all, so it wasn't even like that, but... I was just kind of like, oh, the cool people, like, I don't want them to see it, like, that's so embarrassing, even, I think it was a little bit, because I was so new to YouTube, and, like, editing, and, like, making content, that I wasn't really good at it, <laughs> like, I knew that video didn't represent, like, how I wanted my channel to look, but it was just gonna take me time to get there, that was a little bit why, I think, and I think just sitting and talking to the camera when you have no one watching is a little bit of, like, a vulnerable thing, um, it's funny now because if I ever met any of those people or like saw someone from school they would probably say like well done like that's so cool that like you have a YouTube channel and stuff um, and this boy didn't even say anything mean about it literally he just said he saw it and it's recommended which is so cool that it got recommended to him but yeah anyway so that was the first video I had that did like decently well I think that got me off the ground of like zero subscribers to like 100 300 maybe I don't even remember yeah, I just started making videos when I was at uni. I was just posting consistently. I think by the end of first year, I had 18,000 subscribers. I remember sitting in my bedroom and like recording the last clip in my bedroom, like my first year room and being like, I can't believe I have 18,000 subscribers, uh, which is really, really cool. And 18,000 is a lot of people. Like my mind can't comprehend that number. And yeah, that's just like, so I remember just being so excited and just like, wow, I kind of like, this is really cool what else I don't really remember after that I know second year of uni I did like make a few like I made like some videos and it went fine I felt like it was on like a steady growth path kind of thing and then when it got to lockdown I was like okay I'm pouring everything into this like my all my uni work got cancelled so I didn't have any uni work to do and I was just at home with my family I wasn't allowed to see anybody so I was like, right, this is all I have now. I'm just gonna like make two videos a week and just 
make them really really good I would wake up every morning and like go to my laptop it was like like I was literally doing it as a full-time job at that point like I was like this is my job now like I need something to do so I think that was when my channel kind of started to like really grow um that's when I got 100,000 subscribers in lockdown and yeah I I don't know everything is crazy crazy to me like growth is so sporadic is that the right word like at some points it's been like wow like so many people are subscribing and then at some points I've been like oh I'm like below where I was in terms of growth like a month ago and there's definitely like slow periods I have got to a point now where I am so content with the number of people that are subscribed like before I had 100k I was like when I have 100k I'm not gonna have a care in the world I'm gonna be so happy so excited no part of me is gonna care about 101k or 200k or 500k whatever like no part of me is gonna care but then you get there and you're like it's never as good as you imagine in your head and I could be like I am infinitely grateful for the people who subscribe to that channel like that means the world to me and I'm so infinitely grateful for anyone who listens to this podcast like I can't believe it at the same time I'm still like there's this thing I think it's like when you have success or when you have a goal in your head you envision it to be this perfect like end space and when you get there, there's always something else um so yeah just lesson that I learned last year is that there's no end point to success you're always going to want more so you have to learn to be content in the present you can't like chase dreams and goals and all these like elaborate things because you're going to get them and it's not going to feel how you feel like it will like 100% like even if I think about getting a first in uni I'm like oh my god I would literally be ecstatic ecstatic like firstly I'm not going to get a first but anyway I would be like so amazed I'd be so happy like not a care in the world like 100% if I got one it would not feel as good as I think it would that's just the way the world works I think that's how you motivate yourself by like convincing yourself that something is going to be unreal going to change your life it's gonna be the best thing ever but you get there and surprise it's not (laughs) like it's really not so I think focusing on like contentness way more important yeah and then I think I got 200k I think when I was living in my old flat um and I don't know how many subscribers I have now like 220 something I think so yeah fuck a ton of people and I can't think about it too much because my brain just gets confused sometimes I used to when I had like 10,000 subscribers I would look up like stadiums of 10,000 people and that made it really real because I was like oh my god there's so many people all in I don't know I think the issue a little bit with like social media in this sense is that you lose complete sight of what that number means like there is no way of comprehending that like your brain isn't meant to comprehend that many people knowing about your life or like caring about your life especially because obviously it depends on the type of content you make but what I make and what most of the people I watch make is personal to them it's about their life you know vlogs what they're up to what they like q a's like personal stuff yeah it's just something you can't really comprehend is that many people watching or like enjoying that content and like knowing like even just weird things like weird little irrelevant things about you like yeah i find it so weird and you will never be able to like fathom it in your mind that that many people if i ever start even if i start if i think about five thousand people watching that really confuses me so yeah (laughs) it's really crazy I'm gonna talk a little bit about my experiences with hate I think this is a big part of like social media careers and influencers and etc is hate and the kind of debate between holding people accountable and being firstly some people just being rude and yeah all of this sort of thing I want to preface anything I say in this podcast with 
I love having a social media platform and I am genuinely grateful for every single person who has ever supported me. I like I just said like I can't comprehend it and it's crazy. But I think you can be so grateful and happy about something and still recognize that it does have negatives. And sometimes I get scared to like say that because I'm like oh, I don't want to look ungrateful but I don't know. Some of the things that have been sad it's not fair. <laughs> Um, so I didn't really get any hate at all until something thousand subscribers, genuinely like not a word and I was always like why are people talking about hate, like I'm so irrelevant, like I don't even get hated on you know and I was like oh cool, like I don't want to get hate um, and I was kind of like what can people hate on me for, you know, but then I think unless you're going to do something really crazy, everyone would think that, like everyone would feel that way of like well what am I going to get hate for, you know. I think the hate that kind of hits different <laughs> is things that are more personal, things that are maybe your own insecurities. I've never really gotten these, but comments like you're fat, etc., stuff like that, it's very rude and like obviously uncalled for disgusting behavior. But I think if you know in your heart that you're happy with the way you look, you're happy with the person you are, it's not going to bother you too much. Obviously, a lot of people, like I'm talking on like my scale. I feel like some people have like millions of subscribers and will have like their whole For You page full of like hate sometimes. And that I think is very different and like that would be awful. But just one comment here or there saying that like someone doesn't like your nose or something like that. I think it cuts, it does cut away at you, like chip away at you a little bit. But for the most part, that doesn't bother me too much because I like to think I'm like happy with the person that I am. Something like, I don't like your nose. It's a bit like, okay, fair enough, like, whatever. But when somebody kind of attacks your personality, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. And I was saying in a video the other day, I have the thinnest skin possible, like, genuinely have the thinnest skin. Like, everything affects me. I will get so emotional about, like, the littlest things. Pisces, of course. And, yeah, I just literally, everything, every, every little thing does affect me a lot. I don't tend to get comments, like, random little mean dicks to be honest and I'm so great like honestly if you look through my comments like everyone is the nicest people ever like everyone is so sweet hate it's so not fun there are hate forums out there please don't use them um I haven't gone on them before because I think that would just genuinely tear me apart but it's basically just feeds of people who like you go on there to leave hate I guess I think I don't know, I don't want to say the websites and stuff, I think I know a couple, but yeah, like, people go on there, and it's just literally people, like, anonymously posting hate about you, and I think it's really scary that that's, like, the world, because anyone can see that, you, like, I think a lot of people look it up and, like, see what there is, because if somebody, I don't know, is, like, talking about you at school, like, you hear somebody else say your name, um, you want to know what they said, right, like, you want to know, so I think just knowing that, like, these forums out there and you can go and look it up that's dangerous because like even if you know in your heart like it's not good for you to see it you still kind of want to know what people are saying a little bit don't you and again I think I have like very little hate when it comes to like the grand scheme of things um but I think it still cuts it still hits doesn't it <laughs> so I made a video like last summer um about growing up mixed race I also have done a podcast episode on it and that video has some of the craziest comments on it I've ever seen. Like, I think someone likened the fact that my parents aren't um, the same race to incest and saying that, like, like incest, this 
is like disgusting and like shouldn't happen and I don't know I don't even want to get into it but some of those comments are awful I had a lot of people saying that pitying myself and making my life out to be really difficult and I don't know I think it's it's hard because with that video I 100% see that like experiences with like microaggressions and racism are so minute in comparison to other people's but why does that mean it's not gonna hurt it's not like if anything that makes me just feel worse for everyone who has experienced so much more because I'm like this has been so difficult even just what I've experienced just my it's not even like the microaggressions and stuff but just like being mixed race is kind of like confusing and difficult whatever alone has been like really difficult and like a big part of my life so then the fact that other people are experiencing 10 times worse than that I can't even comprehend how hard that would be but that doesn't mean that like what I'm saying isn't valid you know like your feelings are valid reminder and yeah that was just oh it was just not fun time I did have a bit of a cry sesh over those comments I think mainly because I was like what has the world come to that this is the comments that this video is getting like I don't think you know people of different races having kids is a bad thing or like I think that's a disgusting thought and I don't believe it like no part of me thinks that oh maybe they're true maybe they're right you know no part of me thinks that but it's still just like how on earth do I live in a world where people are willing to comment that sort of thing like it's just not fun at all and I held the comments for review there's actually a lot of like really nice comments of people who have had similar experiences saying that that video really helped them which definitely makes everything worth it um but I held the comments for review so a lot of them I can see but they're not like online for everyone to see which I think is for the best because you don't want to give these people like a platform in that way and yeah it was just not I don't know it was just not fun at all um and I think that's the most hate I've ever gotten a lot of people were saying in that video I basically said like probably better not to pester people about asking where they're from because you don't know yeah you don't know like how difficult of a question that is like I've been asked so many times where are you from and then I've said London whatever and then people have gone on to be like, well, you know, where are you really from? Like, where are your parents from? Like, and it's funny because both my parents were born in the UK as well. So if they say where they're from, they're like, what? Like, where are you really from? You know, it's just the pestering and the nagging and the, just leave people alone a little bit is how I feel about it. And a lot of the comments were like, oh, but I'm just genuinely interested and like curious. And some people were commenting, oh, that doesn't bother me. And it's like, fair enough, that doesn't bother you. Like, fair, like good for you. But you don't know what's going to bother different people, you know, so I just think it's like, I don't know, I was just like expressing my opinions, and I don't think it's like bad to ask people where they're from, I just, like I've had so many experiences, I literally had somebody come up to me in the street and ask me, like that was the first word they said to me, like I didn't know them at all, literally just came up to me and was like, where are you from, and it's like that kind of behavior, I'm like, why are you doing that, like I just don't, I don't really agree with that, so yeah and then that got like a lot of like comments like um I don't agree and like it's fair enough if you don't agree like I want to open a discussion but I think it gets difficult when I think when a few people comment something people start to like like it and like you know reply their thoughts and it becomes kind of like a bit of like a war against you in a sense of just like everyone in the comments teaming up and this has only happened to me literally like once or twice so it's not even bad but just some of my experiences I'll get the odd weird dm and stuff like that but for the most part I am so lucky I think um so I also thought I'd talk a little bit about like the ex- my experience with responsibility having a big platform comes with a huge responsibility and I think last summer during the Black Lives Matter movement 
like the traction that that got last summer um that was kind of my first experience where I was like shit like I have a big platform like I want to use it for the right thing and I was trying to like talk a lot and share resources and like places to donate and like I donated all the profits from one video and things like that just like I really wanted to like use my platform for good but it doesn't mean that it wasn't difficult or like I don't know a lot it's a lot to handle in a sense and I don't want to say anything you know like oh it was so difficult for me because like I'm not black and I have like very few you know what I mean like I'm just very privileged and very lucky and then I was like oh poor me like having to post on Instagram about it like share resources oh poor me but it's like no not at all that's not at all what I'm saying I'm just saying that like there is a lot of responsibility and I it matters so much to me that I want to get it really right you know like I don't want to just like flick through an infographic and then post it you know I want to like properly read it I want to look up the resources that they say at the end I want to like fact check it I want to look at the person's Instagram see like what are they about you know so I yeah I just there's a line you know you want to like research everything and like make everything really relevant and good um and that's a lot of responsibility and I think since then I've actually like been a lot better about talking about just talking out about like things that mattered to me and human rights issues and etc like it's just yeah it's been something that I think is really important on my channel and my social media platforms I think at some point like I'm gonna I've got you guys to send in things on Instagram and I think somebody asked about whether I think that people with a platform have a responsibility to do that like do they have to do that and I think it's really really like I don't know it's a difficult one because I think I would obviously because I'm me and I'm biased to my own opinions I would rather if people who you know don't think that that racism exists in the UK and things like that I'd rather those people didn't post about that because I would, I don't want that out there like that's not true I would love if everybody who does would post I think it's so easy I don't know I think it's really difficult because like it's easy to post something but it's so easy that it's like I actually want people to care I don't want you know I don't just want like a quick like oh share to my story I want like people to actually care and I think the most work can be done in real life regardless of like how big your platform is I don't know I guess maybe I'll talk about that in a bit um so mistakes I've made I did do one video with I don't even know if I can say this but it's so deep inside the podcast that no one's gonna find it I'm sure it's fine I did do one video with a brand on YouTube that I regret um, I didn't research the brand well enough and I think I don't even remember if it got comments to be honest but like I was just like it was a bit of a regret and it was kind of like a big brand and I was like really shocked they wanted to work with me I don't know they just seemed really nice in the way that they were like emailing and stuff and at that point I didn't have a management so when they email you obviously like you don't really know what to say and like I think they brands can tell that and they take advantage of you a lot like it was it was just so I don't know I have like I don't regret that really because like now I do so much background check and like really really make sure um but I think I was just excited to be honest and other than that I can't think of really any mistakes that I've made that were like big things I probably said something here or there that I'm like oh maybe I shouldn't have said that like sometimes I think it's like easy to fall into wanting to share everything because people love love to hear it but then you have to remember like but privacy (laughs) what frustrates me the most I've written down I had something in mind to say now I can't remember what it is I've also 
spelt frustrates wrong. What, what am I doing? My matcher is like slowly drying. Okay, I think this notebook is salvageable. Like I mainly spilt it on the pages I've already written on. I'm so glad that this wasn't on my, my journal. I would literally be crying if I'd like spilt it all over that. Okay, I remember definitely what frustrates me the most is when people make assumptions. Um, I think when you post things online, it's almost like people can assume that they know everything or like it's easy to just fill in the blanks, you know, assume things. And I really hate that because I just feel like I, I like take a lot of pride in wanting to be a good person and doing my best to be the part, like the person I want to be, right? So when people assume stuff that you haven't said that isn't true, I'm like, it's like really difficult because I'm just like, no, like I don't think that, I don't want that. Like I'm not like that, I promise. <laughs> I find that frustrating. What I love the most about YouTube and having a platform, etc., is definitely like the fact that I've built that we've built this community of like like-minded people who have similar ideas similar thoughts I genuinely like that means like the world to me like nothing could ever come close honestly like genuinely is the best thing ever sometimes I think that like you know is this what I signed up for when I get like the hate or I I don't know even just sometimes there was another thing actually a few maybe like two months ago that I got a lot of hate for like following somebody who I'd have never even met like they did something that people were you know upset about and I don't want to say like who it is or what they like I'm not talking about the situation at all but I got hate and I was getting tagged in things about following them and I was just like what the hell like I have never met this person they live in a different continent to me like I don't know them I don't fully know them, like, we've spoken once, you know, I was just like, oh my god, this does not make, like, that genuinely really was frustrating, I think, because I was like, literally, the fact that you're following somebody, it doesn't mean that you've researched everything, like, it just doesn't mean anything, I think people are taking it too deep, and just begging me to unfollow, and like, all of this, and I, that really upset me, actually, because I was just like, I didn't know what to do, and that's the kind of thing where I'm like, I didn't really sign up for this. And I know that that, like, isn't even you guys. That's, like, a really obscure group of people who just want to, like, want to, like, bring you down, I guess. Um, but sometimes I'm just, like, I just post, like, videos on my channel and, like, I don't know. I didn't sign up for all of this, like, craziness. Sometimes it gets, like, it feels like something's bigger than me. And that's, like, crazy. Um, and I love it. And every single negative is 1,000% outweighed by all the positives that situation was just like, I don't even know what to do here, like, I don't want to, like, because there's also, like, cancel culture, right, I don't want to feed into cancel culture, um, I also don't want to have people think that I think a certain thing when I have never spoken about it, or never, I don't know, believed it, or I, I just feel like it's so, like, surely a lot of you guys, or, like, everyone knows somebody in their life where they're, like, your morals don't fully align, you know, they think things you don't think, they vote for someone you don't vote for, but just because you know them, it doesn't mean that you're a shit person, and I feel like that's how I was feeling when I was getting these messages and, like, tags and stuff, where I was, like, you want me to, like, I don't know, like, it's as if I was responsible for something that I just really didn't feel like I was, that's just some of my thoughts, okay, 
Jesus, I've been talking for fucking ages. I'm going to go onto the Instagram now and see what you guys had to say. I'm very excited to have a look at these actually because obviously everything I've said is just from my experience. Okay. First one is there is so much unnecessary hate and it's normalized, which is super sad. I think this is very true. There is a lot of like normalized hate, like really, really normalized. And it's disgusting. Like I 100% think holding somebody accountable for like something that you don't agree with or that is you know a moral problem I think that's so different to hate like that's not the same thing in my mind how different do you think your online persona is to the real you how do people in your life see it I think a lot of my friends have said that they think I'm like the exact same online uh, which is a a nice compliment we're always performing right like online is a bit of a performance even real life like if you're meeting up with people you're performing a little bit you know there's like such a performance to life I don't know you know how you're different with different friends it's kind of like that on YouTube like I feel like I'm my genuine self 100% and probably too genuine like I always watch things back I'm like Naina stop spilling your personal life like I say like kind of too much I think um but I, I don't know I think that it's very similar it's the same me but just maybe less because I don't want to share every single thing about my life unless you branch out into different avenues I don't see how it's a sustainable career okay this is really interesting I think branch out into other avenues I guess is enjoyable right like people generally would want to do that I think not I don't know I I don't think there are many people out there who would like just want to make youtube videos or just post on instagram as their whole job because i think like you want to do like a variety of things right um but in terms of like sustainable career i think when people say that i'm always just a bit like because it is a sustainable career i think anyway i like i genuinely i'm not saying that i want to do it as a career whatever but like i genuinely think that like if you have enough like if it's supporting you financially to the point where it's enough money for you then like it is a sustainable career and I think a lot of people you know are like oh but you could get cancelled overnight or you could you could lose everything you know and true very true but I think for the most part it is kind of like something you can rely on like there's I think a lot of like I don't know um a lot of stuff like said that you can't it's not sustainable and it's not um it's not gonna last forever and I agree that like you're not gonna be the most relevant person on the internet forever like obviously not but I think if you're adaptable, if you can, like, you know, make different content, I, I, do, I do genuinely think that there's, like, a place for it. And I think also, you can't, you can't, like, shame people because it's the coolest job. Like, that is most people's who do it. Like, I assume that, like, everyone doing it, it's literally their dream job. And, like, if you had the opportunity to do your dream job, would you be like, nah, I think I need to, like, go to uni and get, like, degree or I think I need to work in an office because it's more sustainable like no fuck you're gonna do your dream job right and I agree that like financially things can like fall away and that's really scary um but I I don't know I think it's a sustainable career but again obviously not like the most lots of influencers always post with full faces of makeup and it's so unrealistic I think that like this whole idea of like Instagram being your highlight reel and like always posting your best angles and your best pictures etc I personally don't think that is on the influencer like that's their platform to like post what they like um and I got a few submissions saying that people should post more like authentic or like real content of them like you know just chilling with like I think it's really difficult because like 
we've built a world now where people don't feel comfortable doing that or people don't like doing that because it's so vulnerable if you wear makeup every day and you don't like leaving the house without it you're gonna it's gonna be scary to post a picture online without it like I I 100% see the problem and then I also get how like young girls especially are seeing this content and being like well their life is perfect you know um and it's like a really difficult minefield because I don't think the responsibility lies with either party like this is just a product of like capitalism and the world that we live in and it's really sad but I, I genuinely don't know what the solution is I think I, I love that it's like becoming more normalized to just post like real content I guess but Instagram's still your highlight reel and if you're going through something you don't owe it to anybody to post about it online just to make yourself look more real influencers should use their platform wisely and also talk about political issues I do agree that like you should use your platform wisely um I think especially when it comes to like human rights issues like I don't think that you need to post about who you're going to vote for and things like that like maybe if you want to but like I don't think you need to but I think when it comes to like human rights issues like when there was like uh, obviously with all like the increase in Asian hate crimes and then lots of people who you know eat sushi every day have Hello Kitty as their aesthetic posting nothing it is a bit of a you know kick in the teeth isn't it yes and no is my answer to that one (laughs) I don't agree with the amount of PR influencers are sent I think I obviously don't know what other people get sent I I don't know I don't know the like how this all works for me personally it's like the brand would always ask if I and then I would say no I ju- I've said no to like loads of things because I'm like even if I love it I'm just like I don't need that right now like I have enough of whatever that thing is but I think sometimes I think the issue is is because like it's profitable to the brand to send that much PR like if they get like one story or even one mention in a video out of it like it's so worth it to them so then obviously they're gonna want to send it so I like I see the issue um but yeah, I agree that like more stuff, like everyone's like getting sent so much stuff. And it, yeah, I agree. It's like, it's a lot. In today's times, having social media and influencing as a job is such a privilege. I 100% agree. I, I think it's the biggest privilege to work for yourself, work online, work your own hours, work from home. Um, but I do think that like everybody like who does it, I do think genuinely, okay, maybe that's just me like projecting my own feelings onto other people, but like like I personally am like I feel grateful and lucky every single day like I don't take it for granted and I don't think other people do either maybe they do I don't really know yeah I agree such a privilege okay respect their job but think they are often overpaid more for nurses etc okay yeah nurse I just I don't even want to talk about like underpaid nurses midwives all of that like it's so discrepancy in pay like it is just capitalism because of the amount like influence up influencers are paid what they are like worth to the brand you know like if you're paid x the brand is making more than x over like by you posting about them so like it makes sense in that sense of how much you're paid yeah so it is just i agree it's insane how much like money there can be I, i don't know again it's just capitalism like if the money's worth it to the brand then it makes sense to them and i don't know it's just a horrible i agree it's like such a messed up system there's a lot of pressure on people who are creative slash influencers to post regularly which is sometimes really hard a lot of people don't understand the mental toll social media can have on people taking breaks and not posting a bit shouldn't right I can't find the end of the message but yeah we all get the gist right and yes I 100% agree with this one um especially when you're doing something creative like sometimes the flow isn't there and when like it's your job it's like that's really difficult I think that's true in like all creative careers though 
does it not feel healthy to post and take so many pictures of yourself maybe that's just me okay yeah I really really see this like the whole like job I guess is like taking pictures of yourself and like videos and I don't know like you're the main character in your channel right um which is weird like that's really weird and kind of (laughs) self-obsessed but I also think that like I don't know my aim of my channel and everything is definitely not like just like parade around my life you know and just like have people see me as the main I don't know I think it's really it's so hard because like there's also this tendency to romanticize your own life because it makes a better video right like people want to watch that but then it's like but I don't want to make you think that my life is perfect and yeah I guess it is a little bit so self-obsessed like the how the whole thing works um and that's a one big reason why I never really tell people about it and why I'm kind of ashamed because it seems like very self-indulgent and very like obsessed with yourself I don't know but then you should love yourself. I think there's a fine line, isn't there? I feel like it's looked down upon, but I think that has a lot to do with the patriarchy. This one I really resonate with, especially because I think a lot of like female influencers, social media people, um, not everyone, but a lot of them will talk about things like skincare or makeup, hair, you know, things that are traditionally more like women women things oh that's cute my dad's just texted me happy weekend um and yeah those things are definitely looked down on in society and like not thought of as legit or important um so yeah I think that's really true okay I'm gonna find one more there's actually some really interesting like you guys have sent in some really interesting thoughts so many like that all like go against each other as well a lot of people just saying that they want people to use their platforms more for good which I don't know I, I definitely agree with I feel like I try to do my best um so yeah somebody says you don't have to be a role model but you have to be responsible with your audience I think there's a really fine line between like you want to live your life like you know if you want to go and drink and do whatever you (laughs) I'm like drinking is so crazy but you know what I mean like if you want to go and do stuff that maybe is thought of as less like less responsible then that's your life you know but then when you share things online it becomes like okay but I'm actually responsible for other people now and rumors can be spread about you and things like that and it's just like I don't know have I sound like up my ass this whole episode like do I sound like I think I'm the shit because I know I'm not (laughs) just by the way so that is this episode reading through all these are crazy I'm definitely going to read them after I like stop recording as well because there are some really interesting thoughts um but hopefully that episode was interesting I feel like it's kind of taken a weird turn like when I was I don't know there's so much going on all in one episode my thought for the week you never know the full story and I think this is a nice one to end on when talking about like social media careers um because you never know the full story especially when you only know someone through the internet so yeah I love you all so much I hope you have a good week and thank you so much for listening this has been a bit of a longer episode so let me know if you like it and I'll catch you next Monday